The Real Estate Unsuccess Stories podcast features people from the real estate community sharing real stories about their struggles, pains, and even losses during their own real estate journey. We share these real experiences so you can learn from them and build a successful journey of your own. Now, here's your host, Cody Lewis, one of the managing partners at Vindu Capital, located in Charleston, South Carolina. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the show. I'm really excited to have you back for the new year, but let me tell you, I'm even more excited about our guest today. He is the managing partner at Gateway Private Equity Group, Mr. Michael Stoller. Michael, thanks for joining us today. How are you, sir? Doing well, Cody. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for joining us so early. I know you're on the opposite coast of me, so it's uh, still coffee time for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's coffee time for me all throughout the day, though. So. but really appreciate you ju- jumping on today, Michael. For those that maybe haven't found you on the internet yet, would love to get your origin story, mm-hmm. how you, you know where you're from, how you got into real estate, and what kind of real estate you find yourself in these days. Sure. Uh, from a very small town in Indiana, um, Pendleton Anderson area, is about 2,600 people when I grew up there. And uh, just like everyone else, you know, the, I got started in real estate. I call it PG. It's called pre-Google days and, uh, you know, pre-mentoring days. Picked up Rich Dad, Poor Dad, if you can imagine that. Uh, Read it, and I was hooked. Uh, Went to a seminar in Indianapolis back in the day and loved it so much that went out, bought some homes, did everything. Failed miserably. Um. And we can talk about that a little bit later on. But then, you know, fast forward. Now, you know, I've owned and managed uh, 1,500 multifamily, uh, about a dozen single family. We have uh, hotel syndications and funds now. So, you know, we stuck with it, got back into it, and we're doing pretty good now. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I love, you know, the the origin story. And I, I like to remind people because it's one of the biggest topics we continue to talk about is, you can come from almost any background and get into real estate as long as you have the time and the passion and the drive to educate yourself and sometimes fail forward uh, on a lot of these things like you would in anything else when you start out new that you can get started in real estate, whether you're passive or active, uh, you can get you can get your career started in real estate. So and I think I love it's interesting. We were talking a little bit offline what you're doing now with the hotels and, and that sort of stuff. So I can't wait for people to find you and, and look into that. Um But Michael, tell me, I mean, you mentioned it in your origin story. Um, You started out and you had some struggles. So Mm -hmm. I'd love for you to unpack that for our audience today. And ultimately, you know, what kept you going after after getting through that struggle? Yeah, great question. So it's very easy to buy properties, okay? It's, if you come to the money, we even put down payments on our credit cards, everyone. It's like, that's how much... We loved and needed. We didn't have any money. We're in small town, Indiana, but you know what? I can get a new credit card with, and we're talking in Indiana, we're talking, you know, $50,000 houses, you know, back in the day, 60,000. So 20% down, I had that on a credit card, right? And, but we did anything because we knew that real estate was it. But here's what they don't teach you um, is how to be a landlord. Okay. Hey, I have these houses. Now what? Um is there paperwork? What's the lease? You know, I couldn't remember this is pre Google. I couldn't say, Hey, you know, find me a lease. Um, what kind of, what do you mean? Five day notice on the, you know, non-payment or these. So the buying part was easy, but then how do you become a landlord? How do you make that work? And that's where we failed. I didn't know how to do anything. And in that small town, there's no one that I could ask. 
so we failed. You know, all of a sudden we had no tenants. Well, how do I find tenants? You know, I have to put an ad in the newspaper. You know, there's just different ways of doing it back then. So long story short, it's like I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know. And then I didn't know the options that, you know, hey, how about reselling them? You know, we're just in debt. Uh, all of a sudden, new roof, and this is leaking. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, my God, you know, what do I do? Um, so the best thing to do for us not to even go bankrupt is we actually had to give all the homes back. Uh, we sold our house. We had to move in with my wife's parents. So that's how bad it got. But here's the thing, folks, is I knew that real estate was it. You look at all the the people in the world, all these books, everyone said real estate is it. So I was like, I know it. In my heart, I know it. I just need to learn how to do it. So I actually quit my job and worked for a property management group in Indianapolis to gain knowledge. So think outside of the box. How can I get that knowledge? Nowadays, you have wonderful podcasts like this. You have books. You have the YouTube. You can find that information. But for me, it was like the buying part was easy. How can I find, you know, get the knowledge? So I worked for someone. It was a, a family that had 8,000 multifamily units, and I started managing for them. And I'm like, going, ah, you know what? Okay, here's a form. Here's a form. I can take this form, and I'm learning everything. Now, fast forward. Um, I took that knowledge and, you know, I, I became an airline pilot because that's what I was, uh, you know, my dream job. But then in the back of my head, I was like, going, I have the knowledge now. So I was finally had paid off our debt. It took years. So I didn't go jump right back into real estate. Um, but then started buying again when I had the money, we, when we had the money um, and boom, it took off. Uh, but one thing that I still did was I had a business coach, I had mentoring coaches, and I still do no matter, you know, I'm, we have eight figures in, in assets. I still have coaches. I still have mentors. I'm still learning. So that's the thing that everyone, even if you fail, how can you do it? Because everyone, if you, if you're listening to this, you know, the real estate is it. Okay. It's just hunker down, you're going to fail, but take me as a success story. You can succeed. If I can do it from small town, Indiana, anyone can do it. Well, and I want to unpack that a little bit. And Michael, thank you so much for sharing the story. Cause I, I don't think we hear enough about people who have actually failed. I mean, you had to get mm -hmm. back the houses mm -hmm. um, and our own house. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, you, you lost basically everything, right? I, I did. Mean, it was, yeah, we did. Uh, but, but tell me, in those days, what's going through your head? What's the, you, you mentioned that you knew real estate was it, but mm -hmm. for some people, that's not enough. There's family, friends, spouses, whoever it may be nagging at them or, or just, you know, pulling at them saying, Hey, this isn't it. This, mm -hmm. you know, we, you're, you're not a real estate person. You're a pilot or mm -hmm. you're a, you're a salesperson or, or you're, you know, a mechanic, you're a plumber. Um, what is it? when you going through your head that really kept you going after failing at your first attempt in real estate? Yeah, it's a great question. It, it boiled down to you know, the money parts. Nice. Okay. Uh, 
But the bigger part for me is, you know, I'm ex-military. I, I don't like having people tell me what to do. You know, <laughs> um, that's just kind of my my attitude. You had enough of that in the military. <clears throat> I had enough of that in the military, and I'm like going, yeah, okay. Um, I wanted freedom, and I looked at well, you know, I could buy a business uh, and and work. You know, if you're a plumber, electrician, well, you can own your own. You know, but then you're still working. Um, in real estate, I have this thing, it's over my desk, and I've, I've, this has been my mantra for 20 some years, 30 years, and it's build a life that you don't need a vacation from. I have that over my office, and I look at it every day. And to me, real estate was it. If I knew, because I looked at all, I've, I've read all these books, I've looked at all these. And now that, you know, we're, we're in the age of YouTube and, and, and Google and all this sort of stuff, who are the people that, and even the billionaires and, and the mega millionaires, what are they doing? They're all, everyone's buying real estate. I mean, that's what you do. Okay. They're, they're not in the stock market. They're not buying their own businesses. They're using their money and buying real estate. Um, they, all those people that make all these, this money are, just look at that, you know, and look what they're doing. So that to me was it. I just knew that if I hunkered down and succeeded, then I could start just multiplying my assets, build a team, which is probably the second best thing you could ever do is build a team. And now I go to weekly meetings. I go to, you know, asset control and, and financial. And now I can do it from our cabin. I can do it from wherever in the world, you know, with technology. And now I finally have a life that I can do what I do from anywhere in the world. Man, I, I love that. And I think that's for a lot of us, that's what we're all chasing, right? It's mm -hmm. the money's great and all, but it's It'll the come. flexibility and the freedom that whether it's family or friends, or you have a hobby or a passion that you want to do, this this career this this investment mm -hmm. opportunity can allow you to do that kind of thing. Um, yeah. I, I am interested. I don't know if we talk about it enough on this show, or I, and I hear it some on some other shows as well. But mm -hmm. so you went and joined a property management group to to mm -hmm. get some experience. I would imagine there's folks out there. They have a W two. They got a nine to five, eight to six, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. They can't right. They, they're mm -hmm. they're in that job, they, or maybe they don't want to. They can't join to get that experience. What are your thoughts on being a, a limited partner, an LP investor, if you will, yeah, with a good operator to gain that experience. Yes, please do that. Um, number one is don't just jump in, whether it's fix and flips, you know, whether you're doing the first thing. Here's the thing is HGTV lies to you. You can't do it in an hour, everyone. <laughs> and you can't do it in a week. And it's not going to look la-di-da and, and all this sort of stuff. You're going to have overruns. You're going to waste a lot of money. Um, it is the, to me, the, the fix and flips is, is, is bad because it's the most speculative. Um, but here's the thing. If you're going to do things, whether you're in single family, you want to get a multifamily, the best thing to do is get a mentor, um, find someone that you can partner with. And how do you do that? You know, how I did it when I, got out of multifamily and went into hotels. I was like, I don't know anything about hotels. And we're talking millions and millions and millions of dollars. 
And even the bank said, you don't know anything about hotels. I'm not going to loan you any money. What I did was I did a JV agreement, brought in someone with years of experience and said, hey, if you help me learn and you take over the operations of it and teach me, I will give you a portion of, he didn't put any money down. Okay. I didn't want him to. I wanted the knowledge. It was worth X amount of percentage of my ownership to learn. And it was one of the best things I ever did in my life. And that works, whether it's multifamily, single family rentals, get knowledge. You're either going to, here's, here's the thing. You're either going to pay through your mistakes or you can pay to learn and not make those mistakes. I'd rather pay and, and learn. Yeah. You can skip to the front of the line, right? You don't have to wade through all that. You can, you can get forward. I love the idea of the joint venture partnering Mm -hmm. with somebody. I think a lot of us neglect the fact that we bring experiences to the table from previous Mm -hmm. jobs, careers, whatever it may be, or the current one that we're in. Um, we have opportunities or skills that we can bring to the table. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe you have money. Maybe you have, maybe you're a handy person and you can do some of the repairs yourself. Maybe you have time. Maybe you have an accounting background. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you're an IT person and you can retrofit a house with, you know, things that would make it easier on the tenant, but also great for uh, the owner. Um there's all kinds of things that you can do. You And Michael, to your point, you said it earlier, like you got to think outside the box. If you want to get into this stuff, if, if maybe you don't want to invest in a mentor, there's other opportunities, whether it's a joint venture, being a limited partner on some of the syndication deals that are out there, or just finding a mentor or joining a group. I think one of the best things you do, go to your local RIA meeting. Absolutely. And just be there consistently. And I know in ours, we do a great job. We, we do subgroups. Uh, we have one big meeting and then we break into subgroups. So the big meetings about 20 minutes and the subgroup meetings about 30 mm-hmm. rotate in all the subgroups, find out which real estate appeases you the most, which one do you like the most go there, meet all the players in the area. Yep. That's a real easy way to, that's a free and easy way to get started. And you can probably find somebody to joint venture with there. Yeah. And you know, another thing is I do a lot of, uh, charity work. Uh, I, I do social groups. You can be in Rotary. You can be in the Lions. Get involved in these different groups. Because if you go to like Rotary is not a bunch of 80 year old, you know, guys, it has changed, you know, um, but there's money mm-hmm. and you get involved. You know, I golf a lot. You know, what do you do for a living? Oh, let me tell you. <laughs> you know, So it's getting, it's, it's yakking people. I mean, it's just yak, 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 yak and talking. Go, with the, and talking. go where the people are. Go where the people are and go where people, you know, join a small country club, join a golf group, join a Saturday league um, and talk. Mm-hmm. You know, people always ask me, it's like, man, it's Tuesday. You know, what do you do for a living? You know, I see you during the week golfing. Yeah, you know, private equity, da da da. Oh yeah, tell me about it. Boom, <laughs> you know. Well, and I would and, imagine and Michael, most most of the people pro- they say private equity. What do you mean private equity? Or what what do you mean you you own hotels? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it's they're inquisitive, so you get an opportunity yeah. to explain what you do, and you might yeah. find somebody interested in in working with you. Yeah, I diversify people's portfolios. There you go. 
Well, well, Michael, I can't thank you enough for joining the show today, for, for educating us, telling us, you know, and, and being honest with us and open about mm-hmm. the failure that you had early on, but being able to stick with it and seeing where you're at today and getting back into real estate and seeing what you've been able to do is, is nothing short of astounding. So thank you. Um, f- for those that maybe want to work with you, want to mm-hmm. connect with you, want to listen to your show, um, what's, what's the best way people can find you? Sure. Thank you. Uh, my website is uh, gatewaype, as in private equity, gatewaype.com. You can find me on LinkedIn under Michael Stoller, S-T-O-H-L-E-R. And if you have any questions, the best way to get a hold of me is on LinkedIn. Let me know that you uh, listen to me through Cody's podcast and uh, uh, friend me or connect with me and uh, I'll answer any questions you guys have. Perfect. I'll second that. Michael is super fast to respond on LinkedIn. That's actually how we met. Uh, so I, I would second, please connect with Michael. He's got a lot of great stuff out there. So if you're, if you're not already following him or finding him on the interwebs, please go and mm-hmm. do so. Uh, Michael, again, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate all the knowledge you brought to us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Cody. Absolutely. And thank you all for listening at home. We'll see everyone next time. You've been listening to the Real Estate Unsuccess Stories podcast with Cody Lewis. Be sure to subscribe today on your favorite podcasting platform so you can catch every episode of the Real Estate Unsuccess Stories podcast.